Thanks for joining us. Talkline Network Radio, America's longest-running Jewish broadcast network, the voice of the Jewish community. Welcome to the podcast. You are now tuned in to this episode of our podcast. Today we are going to interview some of the greatest and most influential minds in our field. And now, please welcome your host. You're listening to Talk Line with Zev Brenner, America's premier Jewish broadcast on the air since 1981. Welcome back to the program. I'm Zev Brenner. We're very pleased that we have with him once again Jeffrey Lickman. He's a criminal defense attorney, one of the top lawyers in the country. He's been in practice over 30 years, and he's represented the mob. He's represented El Chapo, so many prominent defendants over the course of time. So, Jeffrey, thank you for joining us again. Thanks for having me, Zev. Thank you. So I want to get your take because we're seeing another indictment of former President Donald J. Trump, and these seem to be very serious charges. What do you make of what's going on? Well, this one, I think, might be the one um, that really takes them down. You know, it, it's it's become the country is so politicized at this point that it's almost not so much important with what he's charged with, but where he's charged and who the judge is. In the Florida a document case, and he's holding on to documents that he shouldn't have had, he's got a Trump appointee as the judge, and he's not in a very South Florida. So he's got a jury um, uh, of people that probably mostly voted for him. So even though those charges are horrific, and I don't think that he has really a leg to stand on, a jury may just decide, look, the, the government is using uh, the grand jury as a political tool, and I refuse to convict. That very well could happen in Florida, even though he's obviously guilty. D.C., different story. And that's why Jack Smith made sure that he didn't just leave one case in South Florida, but that he charges in Florida, excuse me, in D.C. Uh, not only does he have a jury that is going to be almost entirely uh, voters that hate Trump, but he's got an Obama appointee as the judge who is the only judge in the building who is sentencing people on January 6th convictions to more than the government has asked for. So he's got a hanging judge. He's got almost no defense to these charges, I think. I mean, what he did was so monstrously idiotic. Uh, I don't know why he thought he'd get away with it. Certainly, everybody around him just about told him that what he was uh, saying and doing um, was wrong. But he relied on a small group of imbeciles, including Rudy Giuliani, that uh, Kraken lawyer, what's her name, uh, Sidney Powell, John Eastman, and a few other people. And he was trying to get uh, the electoral votes turned to him when he had lost the states. Um, he tried to involve Vice President Pence, who took contemporaneous notes at the time, and told him that he was wrong. All these people are going to be brought in to testify, and I'm fairly certain he's going to be convicted. And it's hard, uh, in my mind, for him to avoid jail unless he's pardoned, unless his sentence is commuted, because you've got 1,069 people that have been arrested after they were exhorted by him to storm the Capitol. Many of them went to jail. So how does Trump, who's the leader of all this, avoid jail? Um, but again, it does just because you can indict somebody, that doesn't mean that you should indict them. And when you've got a guy that's running for president, I'm not a big fan of Donald Trump, but I'm also not a fan at all of the Democrats, as you know. I just feel that it's wrong to charge him in the run-up to an election. You may not like Trump, and I don't like him, but he's still right now leading the Republican Party for whatever insane reason. 
he's the leading candidate. And by uh, charging him criminally and possibly putting him in jail, we've become a banana republic. And I, for that, I just can't, I so can't forgive the Democrats. I'm a ever. little bit stickler of rule of law, but not only the optics are bad, but let's look what's going on. There is a Hunter Biden investigation where there are some allegations that saying that President Joe Biden has been taking money and uh, from these whether it's in in in, in uh, these different countries, including uh, Ukraine. So there's a thought out there that's saying, well, listen, they rushed to bring this indictment now to take the heat off those hearings. And here you have a situation where they bring it in Washington, D.C., where, you know, the jury pool is biased. You know, the judge is an Obama appointee, which has been very tough on the January 6th. So how can somebody get even justice in such a scenario? Well, he's going to get justice. He's just justice by the, the cards. Justice but, but, I'm saying this, right, but I'm saying, but the cards are stacked. When you when you go in front of a judge or a jury, you're supposed to have at least an impartial jury and impartial jurors. Here, it seems like everything is stacked, and it seems like their whole system is designated right now. I'd like to get your other perspective too. The fact that it's happening now, when the Hunter Biden hearings and the are taking place with new revelations. Well, two thoughts. One is I'll say is that. Every defendant who is charged with a crime, for the most part, the judge is against them, the jury is against them, the prosecutors against them. This is nothing new. The fact that Donald Trump has an Obama appointee as his judge, big deal. Every defendant who's charged with a crime, the judge usually hates his or her guts. But the second thing that you said I completely agree with, it's astonishing to me. I don't think this was done to take the heat off of the Hunter Biden slash Joe Biden thing. I just think they want to make Trump so popular amongst his base that he wins the nomination and then obviously is going to get slaughtered in the general election. He has zero uh, percent chance of convincing a single independent to switch a vote from Biden to or whatever is going to be running for Democrats to Trump in the next election. But it's outrageous. As I said before, the fact that they can charge someone doesn't mean that they should. And Trump is getting charged for every possible violation of law that he may have done. Hunter Biden, on the other hand, there has been massive cover-ups. There have been major attempts to stop uh, investigators from charging him. And the reason there's been such an effort to stop the investigation into Hunter Biden and to try to get him out of this with a very minor uh, plea agreement with no jail time and, and almost no exposure is because they want the investigation to stop and end there and not go to the obvious source, Joe Biden, who had his hand in this you know, from the beginning. Remember, he told us, Zev, I don't discuss business with my son. I'm not involved with Hunter's, my favorite son. He's the greatest, smartest, the smartest man I ever knew. Well, guess what? Yesterday, Dan uh, Goldman, a far leftist former federal prosecutor from New York, said, oh, well, of course he, he talked to Hunter Biden's business associates. They talked about anything but business. You can see that they're getting nervous, but because the country's so politicized right now, everybody knows that Joe Biden is going to skate on this. And uh, Donald Trump, as much of an idiot as he is, as much as he deserves misery for causing all those people to storm the Capitol, the fact is, is that it, it's two tiers of justice and it's not right. You can hate Donald Trump all you want, but you've got to love the justice that this country has. And we should not be going after him when we're letting Joe Biden, who lives in these astronomically humongous houses, he's got all sorts of properties, all sorts of money, all over the emails of Hunter Biden's laptop. He's talking, he's complaining about having to give his father money. His father never made a couple hundred thousand dollars a year to most he ever made. He's, he's been in the Senate 
since the early 70s. But somehow he's amassed a fortune. Well, now we know why. Hunter Biden has it all on his laptop. He should be impeached immediately. I don't know what these Republicans are waiting for, other than the fact that they're no uh, less swamp than the Democrats are. And I think, you know, and I hate to go on with so many run-on sentences, that, <laughs> but the truth is Trump's biggest mistake is that he came into office with a promise to clean up the swamp. He didn't do anything. He let all these people stay in their jobs. He let the U.S. attorneys from uh, the Obama era stay in their jobs for over a year. He didn't uh, get rid of Chris Ray. He let Fauci shut down the country. He told us that he was going to clean up the swamp. He didn't do a thing. And it's partly because of his inability to understand what the, what the job was about that he let all these people stay. And that's why, uh, in part, he's in the mess that he's in right now. But I'm looking at the optics and what you're saying is, listen, if you're going to go after Donald Trump, then go after Joe Biden or Hunter Biden. The law has to be the same. But it seems such politicized with even wanted to lock up the one of the um, one of the informants that testified in Capitol Hill the other day. That's not actually true. Can I can I interrupt? For oh, sure. A second? That's, that's not how the media reported. True. Yeah, that's a Republican canard. Um, what happened was uh, Devin Archer was scheduled to testify to uh, actually it was yesterday um, before a committee he had lost an appeal of his criminal conviction after a trial and he was given a one-year sentence but he was allowed to stay out pending appeal what happened was he lost the appeal and normally what happens in every case the u.s attorney at that point writes a letter to the judge and says don't put him in jail tomorrow but you need to set a date for surrender because he has no basis to be out anymore because he no longer has an appeal he's fighting. Now, his lawyer could write and say, well, we're going to be appealing this. We're going to be looking for a cert, uh, cert petition. We're going to be filing to the Supreme Court to try to overturn this conviction. Uh, the judge has a choice at that point. Do you leave him out again or do you set a date for surrender? It certainly um, was a coincidence in terms of time, but they weren't looking to put him in uh, yesterday. Okay, so but so that was a little, I guess, more media hype. But you know, the atmosphere yep. is is nobody trusts anybody here, and certainly the timing of this indictment now does look suspicious. I know they're working on it, but the fact is that there is heat on on, the, on Joe Biden, so it just this was going to alleviate the, the heat on him because people are going to be talking about this. They're not going to be talking about the hearings regarding the Biden family. Well, the Republicans, you know, have to wake up. Uh, Mitch McConnell uh, seems to be in a coma, uh, and he has been for a while. He's barely functioning. I think he had a stroke the other day while he was speaking. I mean, this is what the Republican Party is. They're just sitting on their on their butts. They're doing nothing. The fact that Joe that, uh, that Donald Trump has been indicted should not impede at all what the Republicans are doing. They should impeach Biden. They should have hearings. They should have people testify. Let's get to the bottom of this. Let's find out where all the money is that he's got. We know that he took money. It's in Hunter Biden's emails. He wrote these things. We're all pretending as if there's some kind of whodunit. It's not a whodunit. It's all in the laptop. I mean, and it's just madness to me that the Republicans are waiting week after week, month after month, do something, do something. And now that Trump has been indicted again, you'd think that this would light a fire under them to actually get going on Joe Biden. But I have to tell you, uh, I, I'm completely hopeless with this group. And now that Trump is leading the party and leading the, uh, the polls to get the nomination, we all know that he's going to lose the general election because for the next year or so, uh, leading up to the next election, all we're going to hear about is civil fraud trial, civil fraud trial, criminal trial, criminal trial, criminal trial. 
another indictment in Georgia there's going to be. He's got one fraud trial after another. He's got one criminal trial after another. This guy barely knows what day it is, and he's going to be formulating a platform on on foreign and domestic policy when he's going on trial for nine out of the next 12 months. We all know that no one's going to vote for him other than his imbecilic base. Uh, We need a new candidate on the Republican side who's actually smart, strong, young, and capable of kicking the crap out of these leftists who have politicized this country. And and I hate to say it, you know, and I'm not here to to, uh, uh, stomp my feet for somebody, but Ron DeSantis is the only guy that can do it. He actually fixed Florida. Why can't he fix the country? Prominent criminal defense attorney Jeffrey Lichtman is our guest. Over 30 years, one of the top lawyers in the country. Let me ask you a question. Has the Donald Trump's team reached out to you to be part of their defense team? I can't comment on that, um, but I would tell you this. um, I would uh, would not represent him. I think, frankly, there's a reason why the level of lawyers that he's hired are not exactly the top. There's a, a couple of good ones here and there. But for the most part, these are the bottom of the barrel. They're raping him financially. Every dollar that he's collecting, what he's claiming he's using it to fight the steal, well, 80, 90 percent of it is going to criminal lawyers. There's going to be more now. He's about to get indicted in Georgia as well. Not worth it. It's not worth the stress as a defense lawyer. And I've had some of the worst uh, uh, clients in the world in terms of public hatred. It's not worth it. He doesn't like to pay lawyers. He's an impossible defendant as a client. He does not listen. He does what he wants. And he's got somebody who's who's been uh, talking uh, on TV about him, about the criminal case. Uh, she's some kind of lunatic who's never tried a criminal case. This What's her name? Zebalina Habiba Habubi? Uh, BB, I, I know you're talking about. Okay, she's not even a criminal lawyer, and he's got her on TV talking, opining about the criminal indictments that he's facing. It's madness. And as a defense lawyer, you want complete and utter control of your case because you want to have your vision from your brain appear in front of a jury and work and convince them to acquit. And it's very difficult when your client isn't listening. He's doing whatever he wants. He's taking advice from non-lawyers, and he's using imbeciles to speak his position on TV and, and poisoning the jury will. Would you say that some lawyers may be afraid or intimidated to, to really represent him? I think so. I think some people, look, lawyers are afraid of their own shadow, so I have no doubt. That, I mean, there are plenty of cases that I've taken where I've had lawyers call me up and say, oh, that's a big mistake. You don't want that. It's going to hurt your reputation. Ooh. You know, we do this for a living. We represent unpopular people. And we catch a lot of flack uh, from the public, from the press, from judges, from prosecutors. Uh, Any lawyer that's afraid to represent Donald Trump is not somebody you'd want as your lawyer. The problem is that you've got a lot of other lawyers who are desperate for publicity, desperate for the money. They want to become relevant for the first time in their career. And they're taking on these cases, some of these people. I mean, has he won anything? I mean, has he won a single thing, uh, you know, civilly or criminally? I don't know that he has. He has a million-dollar sanction against them in a, in a ridiculous Florida litigation that he brought a million dollars sanction. $10,000 is a lot when a lawyer gets sanctioned. His lawyer got sanctioned a million bucks. This is how uh, crazy some of the stuff is. He actually uh, sued to try to have the Pulitzer Prizes that were handed out uh, for coverage of Trump to have them rescinded because he felt that the articles were not favorable and were full of lies. This is some of the litigation that he's brought to get Pulitzer Prizes rescinded. Zev, the man is nuts. 
His lawyers, nuttier. So I don't want to be any part of it. And for me, for someone who's represented John Gotti, El Chapo, I've represented mob bosses, Sinaloa cartel leaders, I've represented serial killers, child molesters, uh, multi-billion dollar fraudsters, Trump's too low for me. Won't do it. I guess you don't like him, but he is entitled, I guess, to representation of sure. the best. But, not, but listen, you have lots of clients that you don't particularly care for or don't like. You still represent them. You're right. Uh, but as I said, the difference is, I mean, I represented somebody who was convicted of molesting four little boys. But the difference is that he allowed me to do the work. I thought that he was innocent. I got the conviction vacated, and I got a 27-year sentence vacated, and he's a free man. But the difference was is he let me do the work. When you're working so hard on these cases, uh, the last thing you can deal with is a client who's running to the press and completely poisoning the jury pool. And when I do this, I want to have every article, every interview, everything exactly according to plan, because I know that I'm speaking to the press. I'm speaking to people who don't even know that they're going to be in my jury perhaps a year from now, but I'm coloring their thoughts. When I have Trump come in and say something without even running it by me, going on TV, saying something idiotic, there's no way uh, any kind of, of, of intelligent defense lawyer would ever stay in a case with a client who's ruining your defense. It's just... You know, it's like, you know, you're you're an artist as a defense lawyer and you're going to have some uh, moron uh, throw paint at, at your, you know, your masterpiece. You can't do it. It's too difficult. I do believe that he deserves defense. I hope that he gets a zealous one. Um, I'm, I'm nauseated by the fact there are so many people and so many January 6th defendants that have been in prison, have gotten out of prison. Uh, these are simple people, Zev. They're not billionaires and they've lost a lot by following Trump uh, to the Capitol that day. That being said, but he, but he wasn't a, charged on his on insurrection. He's only being charged on different statements yeah. in Georgia. But as far as insurrection, that was not brought against him in this indictment. I don't, I don't think they need to because they have so much other stuff. Um, but I still believe that this country has been so politicalized by the far left. And uh, in my mind, look, I'd like Trump to win all these trials, even though I don't like him. I'm a defense lawyer. I want him to win. I want this government uh, to come down for what they're doing. I mean, it's. Think about how crazy this is. This is the kind of stuff that they do in, in Venezuela, Zev, when you've got the opposition uh, running for president. And what you do, you, you don't think you can beat them? Well, you jail them. Well, that's what we're doing here in America. Now, that's what it's become. You can hate Donald Trump all you want, but you have to love the Constitution. You have to love justice more. And for that reason, I think he's guilty in, in every one of these. I mean, it's fairly obvious that he is. That being said, I would like him to win because I think it's got to stop. And I think that Joe Biden has to be held accountable. This is his Department of Justice. He knows exactly what's going on. They want Trump to become some kind of martyr to ensure that he gets the nomination because everybody, for some reason, except for the MAGA supporters, everybody knows that Trump is losing the general election, whether it be to, uh, to Joe Biden or Gavin Newsom or Kamala Harris. Either one of them are bad for people like us who you know, want law and order. They want a country... Uh, where people have some self-respect. The country's falling apart, and it's happened with the far left. Now, let me ask you in a few moments we have remaining that they're talking about a speedy trial. And listen, Washington, D.C., the jury pool is anti-Trump. The judge has been very tough on the January 6th. So do you envision that a trial will take place before the election, and is it possible that he can go to prison before the election if he loses? Is that possible? I think that Jack Smith is obviously going to want to jail him, um, convict him and jail him before uh, the election. Um, 
it's tough. It's already August. The election is, what, 15 months away or so. Um, it's going to be tight if they have the election beforehand. If he's uh, tried before the election and he's convicted, I do not believe that this judge will put him in. I think that she would probably uh, let him stay out pending appeal, and that will allow him to run, you know, run for president, not from within a jail cell. I mean, I think the last person who ran for president of a country, Zev, from inside a, a jail cell, was the Palestinian Authority, uh, Marwan Barghouti, who I think is serving five life sentences in an Israeli prison. I mean, this is the kind of people we're talking about. we got the Palestinian Authority, and now we've got America uh, on the same level. And when you can say the two of them in the same sentence, you got big problems. So I don't think that he's going to be in jail then, but I do think this judge will put him in. Uh, eventually, but that's, that's but that's but that's the best American scenario. For, but that's the best scenario for them. They can say, "Listen, he's he has a jail sentence, and he's out, you know, pending appeal." That makes him even, you know, more, I, I guess, uh, in a tougher situation, a general election against whoever the Democratic nominee, who this moment is President Joe Biden. So it's part of that strategy. You you have him win the Republican nomination and then lose in the general election. That's and I think that's it's exactly what they want. But, you know, look, as, as, as dopey as Trump has been, Zev, I mean, look at the case in Florida. He kept documents. Was he keeping uh, classified documents that he shouldn't have? Of course. Was he selling them to the Russians? Was he selling them uh, to North Korea? No, he's just an idiot that wanted a trophy. You're going to indict him for that. I mean, look, if he was selling the stuff to subvert the country in a treasonous manner, indict him and put him in front of a firing squad as far as i'm concerned but when he's just doing it because he likes to brag because he's an idiot you're going to charge him for but that? listen but, but, but president joe biden has boxes and boxes of stuff and he when he was vice president when he didn't have the same kind of situation where you can take like a president has and uh, yet uh, there seems to be a disparity in in what's happening in the documents cases it's it's, it's, it's no question um, I think it's slightly different with regard to the Biden documents, but look what's going on with Hunter Biden. While his father was in uh, in office as vice president, he's selling access to his father. It's his only job. Hunter Biden with the Yale Law School degree, the Georgetown undergrad. This is the guy who's never worked a real job in his entire life. He's been to rehab uh, uh, for drugs, for sex. He's a complete mental patient. This is his job with selling access to his father for tens of millions of dollars. Joe Biden had a part of this, was receiving this money while he was vice president of this country. He was doing things to help his son get the money for Joe and Hunter and the rest of the idiotic family. None of them work. They have to get money somehow, so they obviously have to sell the Biden name. You can't compare the evilness of what Joe and Hunter Biden were doing to the idiocy of Trump. It's not even comparable, even with regard to you know what he did with this current case i mean yes was it idiotic yes but it's not like as if uh, the country was really impacted we had the january 6th riots you can look past this you can heal as a country and say look we're not going to do this what i think will eventually happen is that he'll be convicted whoever is running for the democrats who knows it could be stacy abrams uh, you know stacy abrams is somebody that joe uh, that uh, donald trump actually said would make a better governor than brian kemp in georgia this is how nutty trump is stacy abrams could run for president against trump and she'll win i think the first thing that a democratic uh, president the next democratic president will do will be uh, to show some major uh, magnanimity and Hey, this is Alan Dershowitz um, inviting you to tune in to The Dersh Show. The Dersh 
show where we discuss the most important issues of the day. You know, the Durst show, all that's missing is the wits. And that's what I need you for, to provide the wits. We broadcast Monday through Thursday evenings at 11 p.m., courtesy of Rumble on WVIP 93.5 FM HD2, TalklineNetwork.com, and our 24-hour listening line at 641-793-0382. Please join us on The Dirt Show to really get a grasp of what's going on in our world today, and you'll hear it directly from me through my lens, which you know is always going to be your lens. So thank you. Say, well, I'm going to pardon Donald Trump to heal the country. Once they get the power, they can keep it for another four years. They can ensure that there's never a Republican again in the White House. Then suddenly they're going to show uh, some mercy. And by then it's too late. Republicans have to fight now. They got to get going. Jeffrey Levin, prominent criminal defense lawyer, one of the top criminal defense lawyers in the country. Thank you for joining us. Look forward to having you back. And thank you for sharing your insight into the current indictment of former President Donald J. Trump. Thanks, Zev. Thanks for having me. Thank you for tuning in to Talk Line with Zev Brenner, America's premier Jewish broadcast, the pulse beat of the Jewish community. For continuous Jewish programs, TalklineNetwork.com or our 24-hour-a-day listen line at 641-741-0389. For past shows, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, YouTube, Instagram, and all major podcast platforms or JewishPodcast.org. Thanks for listening to the TalklineNetwork.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.